From the woods to the water, from the bucks to the ducks, your weekday foray out of the office begins now on WNSP Outdoors, live on 105.5 FM and WNSP.com. Stay tuned as Alan White and Doug Max talk with fishing and hunting pros, share tips and tricks, and discuss Alabama's greatest natural resource, the great outdoors. WNSP Outdoors, brought to you by Andrews Diesel and Automotive, Hall Sausage and Wholesale Meats, Eastern Shore Ace Hardware, Street Seafood and Meat Market, Medicare Insurance Advisors, and Blue Water Yacht Sales. Now, let's head outdoors with Alan White. Well, good afternoon and welcome to the show. I'm Alan White along with Doug Max. We've got a great show lined up for you. We're going to have a special guest today. His name is Tom Sullivan. He is with Quail Forever, an organization that teaches us and helps us uh, manage land for quail habitat improvement. I'm really excited to have him here. Yeah. Uh, anybody who knows anything about quail knows that the things you do for them benefits all wildlife exactly exactly that's that's like the core the small bird if you if you get them happy then you're going to have turkeys and deer and all the other things happy that's right it's all one big chain that's kind of down at the low end of that but it it really does matter it's true and uh, speaking of wildlife management uh i've had the pleasure of having a new sponsor this week John Boy's Mulching, and that's let me tell you, this guy's been on my place the last three days. He started Monday, Tuesday, and part of day Wednesday, and he is fantastic with that mulching machine. He's also got a root rake that's uh, grapple and all that. He's done a lot of work for me. He's dependable. He's on time. He's fast. He's efficient, uh, and he's very affordable, so y'all... Give John Boys Mulching a call or write this number down because you'll eventually need somebody. 583-7201-251-583-7201, and we want to welcome them as a new sponsor today. All right, before we get our Delta report from Mr. Don Green, let's give away two ribeye steaks from our friends at Street Seafood and Meat Market in Baymanette, Alabama, right there on Highway 31, real close to the restaurant. We'll give it to the third caller at 694-1055, 694-1055. All right, let's go to Don Green and get our Delta report. How you doing, Don? Well, I'm doing great, Alan, but this is Captain Wayne. This isn't Don. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, well, that's fine. That's fine. We'll, we'll do uh, Don Green a little bit later. Yeah, I've heard this Wayne Miller. He knows a little bit about all this, too. So maybe he can help us out. So. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, I tell you what, guys, the, um, you know, the Delta's in great shape right now. I mean, our our water is is down really stable. I mean, the uh, if you look at the, the river stages, which is what we typically kind of gauge everything by. You know, the mobile, it's stable, holding around three and a half feet. Uh, the tom is actually way down. It's about four feet, and the Alabama is down at like 13. So, um, you know, anybody wanting to bass fish or, or brim, white perch, they, they can pretty much go wherever they want to. So, I mean, that's, uh, you know, kind of unusual. But as we progress, you know, along in the summertime, we typically see these levels get you know, a little more stable, and that's where we're at right now. But, you know, the good news is water temperature is still relatively 
you know, low. It's not super hot. And, uh, and you know, we're seeing the fishing has been really good. And, uh, and from the standpoint of the tide, uh, we've got just a fantastic tide going through uh, uh, really uh, Saturday of this weekend. And then it starts to diminish a little bit on Sunday. But, um, uh, you know, for today, uh, Friday and Saturday, we've got a really good, strong tide. Hmm. Well, that's looking good for the weekend then, isn't it? Yeah, man, it really is. These uh, tides you're talking about with this with this bright moon, are they uh, changing like toward the middle of the day? Is that when the tide change is? Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, now what we got, we got an incoming tide in the morning. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, just a little after lunch, it's, you know, we're getting the high tide and it's turning around. So, you know, we got a really strong outgoing tide uh, in the afternoon and late in the day and of course with the you know the days being so late now i mean you can stay out there and fish a long time <laughs> yeah but don't get dark to 8 30 or so something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but you know so. you mentioned uh you know the the water not being so hot and, and the weather really hasn't been that hot i mean it's, it's pretty warm on up in the afternoons but it's not oppressive yeah. you know and, and there's no reason uh, uh, you couldn't fish the morning or the afternoon right now. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I mean, it. You know, I, I think uh, I think I saw um, uh, um, extended forecast. Looks like we're gonna start bumping up into the 90s next week, and and you know, I mean, it's it's June, so I mean, you know, we. <clears throat> that's just kind of a natural progression but um you know we've been pretty lucky to have these temperatures like we've had them but um mm-hmm. you know the i've talked to a lot of the guys that are, are brim fishing and all and i mean it, everybody seems to be doing real good mm-hmm. it's um, you know we've just had a had a real good run here the last month as far as the fishing all over the delta well, buddy, that's a great report. I, I'm glad you told me that because uh, I'm going to get the boat wet myself this weekend. How about that? <laughs> hey, man, that's it. I hope you have a good one too, buddy. All right, guys. Y'all y'all take care. Well, thank Thanks. you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Let's go over to Don Green and see what's happening on the Delta on his side of the bay. How you doing? I'm doing great. How you guys doing today? We're doing good. What are you hearing about the crappie? That's what I want to know. Well, the crappie are, even though we've had uh, uh, one major spawn already, it seems like we're going to fix to have none this uh, this weekend, you know, full moon. Mm. And we've got a parity of the moon two days later. So with that together, if it won't, if there's anything to bid, they're going to bid. <laughs> <laughs> if they're getting close to bidding time, they're going to bid. Uh, it's going to be one of those real special week, weekends. There's a, there's a crappie tournament this weekend at Hubbard's Landing, a memorial for Galen Gillikin, and uh, he was a great guy, so uh, I encourage everybody to go up there and sign up, and it's a crappie and brim tournament, is what I understand. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, I've got a phone number here, anybody that's in- interested in that, and uh, the phone number is uh, 747-9261. And uh, you could get some information about this tournament by calling that number. So, 
That's a good thing. He showed respect to Galen. He was a great guy. He really he helped a lot of people out around this delta. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did, and he was a great fisherman, and his son's also a great fisherman. And, but like I say, good good people, good people, and they deserve this recognition. So that's right. I was I was lucky enough years ago, uh, twenty five years ago, I guess, to go fishing one afternoon with Galen. And uh, we went on what he called the milk run. <laughs> and so we had all these spots up in Mifflin that he would stop at for five minutes each, and we'd all catch a big fish and then move on to the next. <laughs> I guarantee you. I mean, it worked that way, believe it or not. A lot of guys do that. I know a lot of tournament fishermen do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the milk room. You know, that's kind of the way if you've ever been on those offshore charter trips and, and yeah. they, you know, all of a sudden you're catching yeah. all these big snapper and, and the next thing you know, he's cranking up and moving <laughs> somewhere else. You know? Oh, yeah, he's headed for the next one. That's right you another hour or two. <laughs> that's right. But they're preserving their fish. It's what They're not yeah. overfishing their fish is what they're doing. And a good fisherman yeah. knows to do that. So. But, but as far as the brim... If anybody wants to get on some brim, they, this is the time to do it. From now through Sunday, there's going to be a lot of brim bedding, and I would imagine there's going to be a lot of willow flies, too, with this full moon and this pair of G's together. There probably will be a lot of willow flies, and you can you can catch them on the willow flies while you're looking for a brim bed. <laughs> yeah. That hey, Don, Don, these guys that, that like to – Fly fish, you know, they love this willow fly hatch. Yeah. But, but let yeah. me ask you, I'm a cricket fisherman. If, if the willow flies are all over the top of the water, or is it still just as effective dropping the cricket down two foot deep? It's, it's even more effective, really. Uh, you know, a lot of people, they, the first thing you do is grab the crickets or grab the fly. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, I use wigglers. Mm -hmm. Very seldom will I use a cricket because... If you can get that wiggle on down below those smaller middle-sized fish, you'll get the big fish down on, on down a little bit lower. How about that? And yeah. even though I won't catch as many fish, they'll all be really good bulls and, and uh, big shell crackers. Mm -hmm. And you catfish, you'll get a good many of them down there, too. Yeah, well, that sounds like a fun day. Don, you and I, I need to just go fishing together. I'm telling you, anytime you want to, just holler. All right. I can't get around like I used to, but I can still get around. We'll make it work. We'll make it work. Yeah, I'm going right after we get through with this today. Yeah, we were just talking with Wayne Miller for a few minutes there about, uh, you know, the, the outgoing tide in the afternoon. Uh -huh. and, and, and even the weather's well, it, not so hot. Y'all will probably have some good luck right. in the afternoon. This is going to be a major time to catch bass in the afternoon between now and Sunday. Uh, from about middle of the afternoon till dark, they're going to hit real well because everything's in their favor. The water's right. The moon's right. Everything's right. Hmm. But now, when when that new when that full moon takes effect, you go from evening fishing mm -hmm. till Tuesday will be morning fishing uh, because of the moon change. I got you. All right, Don. I appreciate the report, buddy. Have a great weekend. You too. All right. PlantAgriproducts.com. That's where you need to go to get your liquid fertilizer and liquid lime. I've used it before. It's fantastic. Costs less. There's less waste. Uh, it's just a lot easier to apply than the big lime buggies or fertilizer spreaders. Trust me, plantagraproducts.com. Check them out. We'll be right back. 
Markheim for Lee Shervanian previewing Friday's edition of the opening kickoff as we welcome Lee back with semi-open arms. He's back in studio with us and we recap all the things going on at the SEC spring meetings. Trey Wallace will join us and of course SEC Network's Paul Feinbaum also on the show. And of course we'll take your phone calls. Join us for a Friday edition tomorrow. The opening kickoff with Mark and Lee. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 on the country's first FM all sports station. WNSP. If you need to take control of the overgrown brush on your land and improve the habitat for wildlife or just make it more beautiful, get ready to take down the number for John Boy's Mulching. They work very closely with you to manage your habitat exactly like you've dreamt. Prompt service and very reasonable rates set them apart from similar services. Lot clearing, habitat improvement, and more. Call 251-583-7201. That's 583-7201. John Boy's Mulching, 583-7201. Serving Baldwin and surrounding counties. With summer here, it's time to take care of those pesky boat problems you've been putting off. Visit Blue Water Yacht Sales today so you'll be ready to hit the water in the warmer weather. Blue Water is a full-line Yamaha outboard dealer and is a five-star gold service facility with a Yamaha Master Tech on hand. Of course, Blue Water carries a full assortment of inshore and offshore models from Pioneer, Bulls Bay, Avenger, Jupiter Marine, and Regulator. And if you're selling, skip the hassle and let Blue Water sell your boat for you. Visit BlueWaterYachtSales.net. Lanyap is your source for award-winning local news, in-depth investigative reporting, commentary, cuisine reviews, and arts and entertainment coverage, as well as the best sports pages in Alabama. Lanyap is your local newspaper. No one covers this area like Lanyap does. You'll find them around town in one of the regal purple boxes, or you can purchase a Lanyap digital subscription for just 21 cents a day. Not only are you helping Lanyap continue to give you a great paper, you also get access to lanyapmobile.com on up to five digital devices, as well as almost daily web content, breaking news, and access to the Lanyap archives and the Lanyap's weekly podcast. Again, it's just 21 cents a day to sign up for a Lanyap digital subscription. Sign up today at my.lanyapmobile.com and help keep mobile funky. For 55 years, homeowners across the Alabama Gulf Coast have trusted Bachelor Service with their HVAC systems. Keep your HVAC running its best with their $79 tune-up special. Or better yet, a value-priced energy savings agreement for year-round peace of mind. Time for a new system? Bachelor's offers Daikin Fit, the industry's leading tech for AC and heat pumps, available with a $1,000 instant rebate. Bachelor's is service worth remembering. For HVAC generators and plumbing repair, go to bachelorservice.com. Certification 177. This is WNSP Outdoors, live on 105.5 FM and on the Sound of Mobile app. Now, let's head back outdoors with Alan White. All right, welcome back to the show. We've got Captain Bobby Abascado with our inshore fishing forecast for you. How you doing, Captain? I'm good. I just... uh... The good thing is I don't wear a hat because if I'd have had one today, long since been gone as windy as it's been. But <laughs> hey, I ain't complaining because we all know what's coming. So a little breeze now is something we're probably going to be wishing for in a week or two. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know where you are, but you're breaking up just a little bit. I can understand what you're saying, but uh, I just want to make you aware of that maybe the wind's yeah, pushing. Yeah, I don't your... know. I don't know if that's. I heard that with a producer call. I don't know if that's on my end or your end. Uh, I know which because I'm hearing it too. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought maybe it was the wind, but is it a strong east yeah. wind? Is that where your wind's coming from? Uh-oh. Oh, we lost him now. Okay, we're going to call him back. Yeah, there was something going on there. I think, yeah, I think they discovered a problem in the studio here, so we want to call him right back. Hopefully, we'll get him back on. But in the meantime, I want to remind everybody about a catfish tournament coming up this Saturday. That's two days from today, June 3rd, up at uh, Perkins Hurricane Landing. So uh, make sure you check that out. You can go to Perkins Landing on Facebook and get all the details. It looks like a good tournament. Big payouts and a lot of fun. You can have up to four people in a boat and you can catch the catfish any recreational legal means. Huh. Yeah. Well, that ought to be like a big family affair. That, yeah. You know, everybody can get involved great. in you it. You put trot that. lines yeah. out, I guess. Yeah, that sounds like fun. I don't know. I guess as long as you don't do nets or whatever like like yeah, commercial like, fishermen yeah do, like so. catfish boxes yeah. and stuff anyway we got bobby back how you doing bobby sorry about that i'm good that's okay i put a few more dimes in the phone there. i think we'll be all right it sounds <laughs> a lot better now that you come off of some of that money <laughs> yeah that's right I said, well that was all i had so I hope that, hopefully it'll last hey bobby let me ask you this we we coming up on this full moon and uh and you know the full moon in may is I, I was thinking about this question coming down here the full moon in may is what you live for but you know with the weather being what it is this is almost like a repeat of that i would think coming up that's exactly right. Yeah, and I've got because I was saying it was something I wanted to mention is we kind of almost got lucky and got two full moons in May, and the way it fell, and like you just said, where we've had this cooler weather, uh, of course, lack of rain, you really kind of got it's more of like what I consider more like a mid-May or, or, or even late-May full moon, what we're in right now, you know? And the fish have reacted to it just like they would on that earlier spawn where we've hit these big schools of fish, and you catch a lot of fish, and you go through some fish, these spawning schools, and then catch a real nice one or a couple, three nice ones out of it. You know, and, and the bite's still good enough, and I'm still using almost exclusively artificial bait. I brought bait today. And we've, we've done just – well, actually, we've done way better on the artificial still, but it's been a lot of it because we've been on, you know, some of these spawning schools of fish right now. We're actually on one right now. And, uh, you know, and again, as you mentioned that um, – you know, that's going to continue for a few more days because that, that moon bite is, is usually about three days either side of the moon. So it, it continues through the weekend, you know, and if we get some decent weather. And we've been having pretty decent. It's a little breezy, you know, for this time of year. But still, uh, you know, you can get like we're up on the uh, north end of the sound today with a hard northeast wind. And there's plenty of places to fish, you know, when you get winds like that. Uh, when it lays out a little bit, the lower end of the bay has already started. I mean, not to say already, it's producing fish. But you got to have, you know, you're, you're really open water fishing when you do that. So you really got to have almost no wind, or at least a wind moving in the same direction as the tide. Yeah, you know, so um, that's some options to do. You know, and that's a great thing about this late May, early June, you know, late spring, early summer fishing is you got a lot of opportunities. You know, based on what the weather's going, what the weather's doing about uh, to be able to catch fish. Doesn't the wind uh, push that bait up against the bank? Well, it does that. Uh, you know, the, the downside to that, particularly for saltwater fishing for us, is uh, it also pushes the muddier water up against mm. the bank. You know, when you're fishing with fish that are ambush feeders like trout, it, it, they're there, but it just makes them a little harder to catch, you know. So I'm kind of, in a different way, looking more a little bit more for a leeward bank that'll have a little bit clearer water, you know. But, yes, absolutely, it does it. I know when I'm red fishing, 
which is a fish I don't worry too much, nearly as much about seeing the bait. I'll do exactly what you're talking about because I want that bait and everything being shoved up against the yeah, bank. Yeah, I guess it really, the wind doesn't push the bait. It pushes the plankton, the, the bait follow the plankton. So that's, right, it creates a whole food yeah. chain type deal, you know. Right. So, yeah, that's exactly right. But it definitely does, you know, it's the same yeah. way it does in, in freshwater, yeah. you know. Uh, so it just kind of depends on how you want to, um, you know, what you're targeting and what you're fishing for and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Doug's, so, uh, Doug's daddy uh, again, always you know, said, uh, fish under them leads, because all the... <laughs> Uh, yeah, when yeah, he, that is something, Bobby. Something my daddy told me years ago. Now he was a bass fisherman, but he he would tell me in the fall, you know, the leaves are falling. He said, if you just fish where the leaves are, that's where all the bait's at. Well, you know what? That are. makes a lot of sense. You know what? Those those guys, those old guys like me have wisdom like that. That actually works really well. You know, <laughs> so it happens when you get old like me, man. You <laughs> learn all kinds of tricks like that. That's you can't right. help it, man. All right, Bobby, have a great weekend. Appreciate you, man. Okay, guys. Thanks so much. Y'all have a great weekend. All right. Let's go up to Miller's Ferry and check the water out with Mr. Joe Dunn. How you doing, Joe? Doing great, Alan. The water pretty up there, buddy? Oh, yeah. It's getting real clear now. Uh Uh-huh. Cutting it on and off, cutting a few hours off today. And when when it's stopping like that, it really clears up. But uh, uh, it's moving a bunch of those fish up more. The bite's starting to, uh, you know, move on toward the river and out in those brush piles. But, uh, you yeah, know, and right now, too, when it's getting hot and doing that, yeah, that's when you go to shooting them docks, too. You'll find a lot of fish up under the dock. Yeah, they're but, looking uh, for the shade. That's right. And, and the pop has been doing real good. We, we, uh, last weekend was real good. We caught a lot of fish. Didn't catch any real big fish, but... We caught a good many fish, and uh, it was all in those brush piles, you know, in about 10 to 11 foot, 12 foot of water, mm-hmm. like that along the edges of the channels and out in those those flats. But uh, with them cutting the water off, things have changed. Uh, it'll, sometimes they'll meander around, you know, not ha- needing any current holding them on anything, and I'll make it a little bit harder sometimes to find when they're not pulling water. But when they pull that water, then you go to those stu- structures and stuff and uh, really load up on them. The river bite is going to start to pick up more and more. And around those creek mouths and the ledges, uh, when they're pulling that water, you can, uh, you know, bottom bounce. Then you go down there about, you know, anywhere from about, uh, you know, 14 to about 18 foot of water on the, the first ledge. Mm-hmm. And you usually pick a, a good many fish bottom bouncing with a minnow when they're pulling that water. You know, when the water is clear and the sky is clear, the fish have to go deep or under a shade, you know, like the dock, to get away from that sunlight. They do not like that sunlight. Oh, yeah. And and for some reason, those fish, are, they'll hit any time when they're pulling water or not pulling water. Yeah. You know, just go from dock to dock. Yeah. And it's kind of a, it's, it's a trick to learn how to get up under there. But yeah, it is. if you... Throw that thing or shoot them like they call it. Uh, pull it back like a slingshot mm-hmm. and just sling it up on there. You'll you'll pull out a few fish and go to another dock and do the same thing. Yeah. And uh, hit enough docks, you can get a mess 
fish real quick doing that. And one of the most, the trickiest part of dock fishing and shooting docks is getting the dang boat in position and holding it there. <laughs> you know, that's, right. that's yeah. at least my, my biggest yeah. challenge. That's when you need a, you need to be uh, partnering up with somebody. Let them run the boat. And you do the fishing. Right. There you go. It makes it a whole lot easier. Hey Joe, I've always been told if, if the people that like to fish docks, if you'll just pay attention to the people that have rod holders or or some kind of lights or something on their dock, they're usually the ones that got something sunk around their dock. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah, and, and nowadays we've got a live scope. You can look under there and figure out which pile in the fish are by. You know. There you go. And. How far you have to go back up on there? As long as you don't touch that dock, you're legal. There's a lot of people fussing about that. I mean, that you can get yeah. you can get people, homeowners coming out and telling you to leave and all that, but you're really legal unless you touch their dock. Yeah. So. Well, they, well, you know, with the Corps engineers, you know, you got to get a permit, mm. and they say, uh, you know, that's really core property then. So, oh, okay. Uh, okay. You can fish it. Uh, there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. You know, just don't tear up none of that stuff. So, man, <laughs> you'll be fine. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, it's uh, in my opinion, somebody wants to, you know, come out fussing. You can just go to another dock. Forget about that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. All right, Joe. Thank you so much. All right. Appreciate it, guys. Yes, sir. All right, let's give away another coupon for Ace Hardware $20 gift certificate, 694-1055, Ace Ace Hardware on the Eastern Shore. Ace Hardware, let's see, that's a $20 gift certificate to 694-1055. We'll take the third caller. Be right back. Get your college football fix all year long on the Chuck Oliver Show. The king of college football brings you two hours of local college football talk throughout the year with the biggest experts from across the nation and exclusive interviews with the coaches and players you want to hear from. It's the college football talk you deserve on the Chuck Oliver Show. Weekdays from 1 to 3 and evenings from 8 to 10 on WNSP. Are you over or approaching 65, working and trying to figure out if getting on Medicare is the right choice? If you're confused with your current Medicare coverage and want to talk to somebody local, Aiden Marks at Medicare Insurance Advisors is an independent agent that has been helping folks with their Medicare since 2009. Aiden has helped hundreds of individuals in Mobile and Baldwin County, located on Highway 98 in Daphne near Terry Thompson, and there's never a fee for his service. Call 251-463-0031 or visit medicareinsurance-advisors.com. For over 25 years, locally owned and operated Badcock Furniture & More has been building relationships with their customers, providing much more than just home furniture. Badcock carries major appliance brands, electronics, mattresses, and lawn equipment. Both locations in Saraland and the newer location at Schillinger & Moffitt in Sims offer multiple financing plans and online payment options. Remember, when you shop at Badcock Home Furniture & More in Sims, you're supporting local business, not box stores. Visit Badcock.com or search Badcock of Sims on Facebook. 
For 159 years, Wilmer Hall Children's Home has been serving young people in need due to poverty, abuse, homelessness, and neglect. Our programs include transitional living, tutoring, and a delivery-based food pantry. Please save the date for our summer fundraiser, the Kaiser Marie Memorial Fishing Tournament presented by Lazy Boy, to be held on June 17th at the Mobile Big Game Fishing Club with a way station on Dolphin Island. For more information about Wilmer Hall, please visit wilmerhall.org. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Jessica, this is the happiest day of my life. Right up there with the day I bought my RV and insured it with Progressive. Man, I love that thing. There are a million fish in the sea, which I'm reminded of every time I bring my RV to the lake, but I vow to love and cherish you just as much as I cherish campsites with full electric and water hookups. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Protect your beloved with an RV policy from Progressive. Take as little as four minutes to see what you could save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. This is WNSP Outdoors, live on 105.5 FM and on the sound of Mobile App. Now, let's head back outdoors with Alan White. Welcome back to the show. Right now, we're going to give away two ribeye steaks, once again, from Streets Seafood and Meat Market. We'll give it to the third caller at 694-1055. That's two ribeye steaks from our friends at Streets Seafood and Meat Market in Baymanette, Alabama. All right, Tom Sullivan is with Quail Forever. It's an organization that helps a lot of people manage land and improve habitat for quail, and he's with us right now. Tom, welcome to the show. How you doing, Mr. White? We're doing good, man. Well, look, you spent some time with me on my little Mm -hmm. piece of dirt, and I I learned so much from you. I wanted to have you on here and, and have you sort of share your knowledge with our listeners whether they manage land for other people, whether they lease land or they own some land and they want to improve the habitat, you can be a lot of help to them. Yes, sir. Uh, so, yeah, I, like Mr. White said, I work for Quail Forever. Um, my job is a partnership with NRCS, Natural Resource Conservation Service, and they have one in each county, not just in Mobile, throughout the state and the United States. And uh, we're partnering with them, and we help work with programs and help uh, landowners with technical assistance. And if they would like to go the government route, you know, we help them get into those through the doors. And um, most of the times I walk through the whole process with them, write the plan and everything else. And, um, yep, that's what I did for Mr. White. And um, just trying to improve not only quail habitat but turkey as well and deer. You know, I'm, I like all of the species and helping them, helping them all out. Yeah, we were talking about that uh, just as the show was coming on about uh, quail. Uh, quail is a really neat bird, and and everything mm-hmm. is just a neat animal in general and a real unique animal. And but we were talking that everything that benefits them benefits all the wildlife. And and you could probably yeah. explain kind of why that is. So the reason why that is is because 
Well, first off, you know, we used to have a plethora of Bob White around here. Um, you know, my grandfather's age and even my father's younger age, you know, they uh, had a lot. And it was due to, you know, having that Longleaf Pine Savannah. And um, we've kind of strayed away from that. Obviously, more um, rural areas are being taken over and uh, habitat fragmentation. You know, we're not doing as much burning as we used to. We're getting back on track on that. But they're, they're hard to manage for because they need the best shape. You know, it's very intense management, uh, a lot of burning, a lot of forest stand improvement, a lot of thinning. You know, there's not, in certain areas, you know, there's not too much timber value considering they don't want an overstocked, you know, area. So we'll have to come in and thin in certain situations like that. Um, but, I mean, we're even seeing some loggers and stuff going to Longleaf as well. So it's a pretty interesting movement. Um, but... I think we're getting back on track and really doing good for them. What do you think about burning every year as opposed to every other year? So what I like to do burning-wise is I like to do rotating. So, I mean, I'm okay. I'm definitely okay with burning every year. But we also need areas that, you know, just kind of rotating and burning in smaller blocks. So say you have 200 acres, you know, we can split that in fours or maybe even, you know, in eighths and kind of burn that way. It just gives a different habitat um, for each species, and it gives, you know, everything that they need. Okay. Huh. Uh, you know, Alan and I are both into turkey hunting, and, and one of the things mm-hmm. you talk about saying having a piece of land that you may break up into different blocks like that, but the best turkey hunting is when you got different stages of, of growth in your timber and stuff. Do uh, quail benefit from that also? Yes, sir. Uh, absolutely. Um, because it really knocks down that woody species, uh, not only for, you know, you know, having to deal with, you know, yopon and sweet gum and stuff like that, but it really knocks that down. And plus it uh, has really good generation of regrowth for grass. And usually, um, you know, we're, you know, coming back with chemicals well will help as well. But no, turkeys, yeah, they love it. I mean, I, I've burned a site and seen turkeys on it the next day. So it's pretty, pretty crazy. Well, well, let me ask you one other quail question, because it's always puzzled Mm -hmm. me. (laughs) Around my house, every summer, and I mean, starting about now, the last couple of weeks, I hear quail constantly, and I see quail on my driveway, and then in the winter, they're gone. (laughs) (laughs) Do do they have maybe a nesting area or a brood area versus a a wintertime area? So in the winter, they'll start to covey up. Um, you know, when you, you've seen those pictures where they'll sit in a circle butt to butt and they'll cover you up mm-hmm. and they're obviously not as, um, vocal during that time. So that's probably why. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, wild turkeys gather up together in the wintertime too. You'll see big flocks mm-hmm. of them. And, uh, then <clears throat> spring progresses, they separate, uh, into, uh, more individuals, mm-hmm. especially the gobblers. So, yeah. you, you know, so I guess, uh, there's a reason. Survival. Safety, safety yeah. in numbers, I uh, guess. For, yeah. For yeah, survival. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the government help that we, some of us could qualify mm-hmm. for. Uh, what is uh, NRCS? Just explain to my listeners what that is and what they are, what the purpose of that is. Okay, so we are a split off from USDA and uh, – we work with closely, it splits into Farm Service Agency and NRCS, Natural Resource Conservation Service. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we help people 
we help fund some projects for people to do land, uh, you know, projects and really, you know, get that land back into shape. You know, we have, we have two main programs that we do, EQIP, Environmental Quality Incentive Program, and that's more of the, you know, a two-year deal where you come in and you would like to do some burning, you know, really need some help on your fire breaks and stuff like that. Uh, especially down here at Kogengraf. I mean, we're fighting that every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, it's a good program. Uh, and then for the more enhanced properties where, you know, we have really have a good idea of what the landowner would like to do and has been, you know, managing the property, we have CSP, Conservation Stewardship Program. And it's a more intensive program, uh, it's, it's, but it, it, it expands the horizon on what you can do. You know, there's more... There's more practices or enhancements, we call it, with that. Um, like thinning is a really big one. Some bat habitat around here is a big thing that we do. Um, obviously, burning. There's two types of burning. There's a patch burning and then there's a short interval burn where you can burn twice in a five-year period. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really good. It's very hands-on. Um, but it's a program for someone who has been a good steward of their land, and we're just helping them maintain that. See and us. then, you know, See we us. have a new... New program called uh, IRA, which is going to be another funding. In, uh, it's the Inflation Reduction Act, and it's more of a climate and clean energy program. This is the first year it's been rolled out, so it's kind of our, you know, we're kind of testing the waters. But it's also another program and opportunity for funding. The CSP program lasts what four or five years? Five years. Five years, and the EQIP mm-hmm. is two years. Okay. Yes, sir. Usually, yes. Yeah. Let me ask you, are you talking about these programs? Is part of these programs uh, maybe getting some help, uh, say, going with longleaf pines on your property? Yeah, so a lot, most of the planting we do in Mobile County is longleaf pine planting. Mm-hmm. Is there discounts on the pine trees themselves that uh, that's available when you, when you buy the seedlings? Uh, no, sir, not really. It's usually we have a flat rate of what we pay oh, okay. uh, on if you want to plant. And, yeah, that's how it goes. Are there any programs in the CSP or EQIP that help people with the expense of TSI, timber stand improvement? Yes, yes. So we call it, yeah, we call it forest stand improvement. Okay. But yeah, uh, yeah, there's plenty. We got brush management, uh, herbicide work, um, anything you need to be done. And, you know, a lot, a lot of that CSP, what I work with, is a lot of thinning. The yeah. only thing is, which I like, is you got to send it to pretty heavy, which works well for me with quail. But, yeah. you know, it just depends on what, uh, you know, I, I like to kind of talk with the landowner and see what their overall goal is. You know, if it's timber management, if it's more wildlife, and then based off that, then I put them in the door of which practice. Is the go- which program to go with. Is their goal in thinning uh, to open up the canopy? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Okay, and therefore let more sunlight to the ground. Which, yeah, yeah, that's what we're trying yeah. to do. And that that in turn makes forbs and and beneficial native plants mm-hmm. grow out of the soil bank. Mm. Yep, yep. Just we're trying to get them not to shade that out, so we, we can you. get a good grass species and forb species. Well, there's a lot of land in Bowen County that certainly closed canopy. <laughs> <laughs> so there's yes, a lot sir. of thinning that needs to be done. Well, Tom, I sure appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for being here, and I look forward to talking with you in the future. Yeah, I'll be on anytime. Thank you. All right. All right. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after these messages.
Michael Brauner for Corey LeBounty. It's a Titan Tiger Thursday edition of the final drive. Joe Gaither and Brian Stoltz going to get us all our Titan Tiger news. Lindsey Crosby is going to break down the NCAA tournament in college baseball. And Keith Smith will give us an NBA Finals preview. All this and more on a Thursday edition of the final drive. The Final Drive with Corey and Michael. Weekdays beginning at 3 on the Sports Station. WNSP. Street Seafood and Meat Market on Highway 31 in Baymanet has a great selection of fresh seafood and meats. Choose from their top cuts of meats or get yours custom cut. Find Street Seafood Restaurant on Facebook for order ahead to go daily buffet specials. A full meal served at the drive up from 1030 till 330. Call 937 4096 and they'll put it together for you. Street's dining room is now open and the banquet room is open for private parties. Street Seafood Restaurant and Meat Market on Highway 31 in Baymanet. Find them on Facebook. Andrews Diesel and Automotive on Highway 31 in Spanish Fort is expanding, and they're looking for two technicians with big truck and or equipment experience to join their family of top professionals. Andrews Diesel and Automotive offers excellent pay, vacation, sick days, retirement, insurance, and paid holidays. Apply at 11349 Highway 181 in Spanish Fort or call 591-1596 to set up an interview. Andrews Diesel and Automotive, an equal opportunity employer. Football season is a time when our communities come together. It's a fun time of traveling to games, tailgating, and cheering on our team with our friends and family. At Community Bank, no matter what team you're rooting for, we promise to always be on your team. Let us support you as you start a new business, build your dream home, or start saving more for the future. Community Bank, a bank like no other. Here at the Almond Joy Factory, where tropical vibes abound, we use soft, fresh-tasting coconut. The crunchiest almonds and delicious chocolate candy. Ah, but do you know what our most important ingredient is? Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Almond Joy's got nuts and something even way better than that. Yes, Almond Joy is made with almonds and If you're a fan of SEC football, then keep listening to the opening kickoff and the final drive on WNSP this week. The SEC spring meetings are taking place in Sandestin, where SEC coaches like Nick Saban and Hugh Freeze will be talking to the media. I'll be there to report on football-related issues such as future scheduling. We thank the following sponsors like Greer's Markets and Cash Saver, Urology Associates, Spa and Tub Manufacturers, Chick-fil-A, T-Bachelor and Sun Heating and Air Conditioning, and Dr. Christopher Mullenix. This is WNSP Outdoors, live on 105.5 FM and on the Sound of Mobile app. Now, let's head back outdoors with Alan White. Welcome back to the show. I'm Alan White, along with Doug Max. We're going to give away a five-pound pork sausage variety pack right now from our friends at Hall Sausage and Wholesale Meats. They're located in Chickasaw, Alabama. We'll take the third caller at 694-1055 for a five-pound pork sausage variety pack. That sounds delicious. Yes, sir. Hey, hey, Alan, before we get off into more fishing, uh, I do want to mention uh, next week we're going to have Kenny Weiss yeah. and his son on here. Uh, they're going to be giving us all the details on the upcoming World Championship turkey calling That's contest. That's right. That's 
That's going to be right here in Mobile at the convention center, June 9th and 10th. That's next weekend. Yes, sir. Right here in Mobile where it belongs. That's right. Where it started and where it ought to stay. World champion turkey calling contest. That's right. free admission if you want to go and listen and see what that's all about. You're welcome. All right. Let's go to David Thornton, the Pier Pounder, to talk about fishing without a boat. (laughs) How you doing, David? (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I never get seasick. That's right. That's right. Just, uh, hey, I love to fish off the beach. You know, that's that's a lot of fun, surf fishing. Yeah, especially this time of year. You know, it is just wide open. Speckled trout fishing has been phenomenal, you know, along the beaches mm-hmm. uh, lately because we've had such calm water and real clear mm-hmm. uh, light winds in the morning. And, and it's real conducive to a good morning bite until today. <laughs> and then there's this uh, tropical disturbance trying to get cranked up in the Gulf of Mexico. And uh, it's kicked the surf up a bit, uh, from, you know, compared to what we've seen the last few weeks. And um, it's typical for early June that we can get these weak systems form in the Gulf of Mexico. Um but it's supposed to be short-lived and probably move further offshore. And looking at the forecast, they're calling for the Gulf to calm back down again, starting tomorrow, and then through the weekend, it's going to get back to like it's been, to where, you know, really calm, especially in the morning, um, and the water should clear up as well within a few days of, of all that occurring. And, you know, we'll get back to that routine. Now, there are a lot of ladyfish in the surf, especially further east, like Orange Beach. But uh, there's still some good fish, you know, in between there. There's some pompano to be had, uh, redfish, black drum, you know, so there's some bigger game in there, too, besides the sharks that have moved inshore as well. um, Yeah, go ahead. Does anybody catch or fish for gaff tops or sail cats out there on the pier? I don't know of anybody that targets them. You know, they, 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 all catfish have kind of suffered under saltwater catfish. Yeah. Um, you know, for reputation is not being good to eat. But mm-hmm. uh, if you, you know, skin them and uh, cut the red meat away, they're they're just as good as freshwater catfish to yeah, me. They're maybe delicious. even better. They're, mm. The the sail top or whatever we call them, sail top, gaff top, got a long fin. That, yeah, you know it's a a bigger fish, I think. Anyway, it's delicious, man, and they're fun to catch. They really are. They they pull really hard. A lot of people, you know, fishing the bay or from shore uh, on the piers, they think they have a you know a slot size redfish, and it turns out to be about a five pound gaff top. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and they they could pull a five pound redfish around all day long. Yeah, they're a real scrappy fish. And you know what's unusual about those? You, you think of the, all the other kind of catfish, but those gaff tops are quick to hit an artificial bait. Yeah, you're right, Doug. And they'll even come up off the bottom to do that. You know, sometimes uh, a lot of people in the Alabama Fisher, uh, Coastal Fishermen's Association, you know, like to fish uh, under the seagulls and birds in the bay. And, and so a lot of times they say, you know, well, we thought we were on speckled trout, and it turned out to be gaff tops, you know, hitting popping corks on the, on the surface and stuff like that. One of my first fishing 
experiences was catching those with uh, frozen squid out of the intercoastal canal hmm. with my yeah. dad. <laughs> One of the few times my dad and I ever fished together was on those trips to the intercoastal canal. He loved to catch those things. Huh. Yeah, at times, they, you know, big. it's like big schools come through, and, mm-hmm. and you can really mop up on them. Uh, also, Cedar Point Pier is another place where you can catch them. Uh, if the current's running hard and the water's real dingy, um, you know, that's a good place to do. Which it, Usually at this time of the tide cycle, uh, where you have a lot of difference between the high and low tide, like it's coming up from this weekend on through next weekend, uh, they'll be the highest tides of the month, but, you know, the most difference between high and low tide. Mm-hmm. And you get these really strong tide pushes uh, early in the morning until just after daylight and then early afternoon until, you know, a couple hours after dark. The current runs really strong. And then, you know, you have the high tide around midday and a low tide around midnight, and the current kind of slacks off. Mm-hmm. And you know, depending on what you're fishing for, um, those periods where the tide kind of slacks off, just as it starts to slack off or just as it starts to pick up, are often good times to, to catch fish. They'll, they'll go, like, feeding for a while. I've been hearing about, you know, still plenty of big drum and a few big redfish at Cedar Point Pier, and uh, the, the white trout and ground mullet are starting to show up oh, there good. as well. Can you catch those speckled trout in the ditches off the beach at night? Uh, you know, you probably could, and and I've even seen some uh, recent catches where people have caught them on, you know, the pompano rigs early and late in the day, okay. uh, just with dead shrimp, and they, um, you know, at at times the the speckled trout will, will feed by smell and and sense of something moving as well. And they don't, they don't always have to see what they're doing. But, uh, you know, oftentimes early morning, especially when we start getting some, uh, you know, closer into the full moon uh, over the weekend, if we have any clear air, you know, at night and, and there's a bright moon, that's a good time to try for trout fishing at night and um, to use like top waters can be pretty effective along the beaches. Like you're saying, fishing that trough, that that uh, cut that's just off the beach, where the water's three, four feet deep at least, they'll often uh, come up in the shallows chasing minnows at night. And that top water sound will, uh, you know, attract them over to it. And, um, you know, a nice big bait has a big outline, big profile that they can zero in on and find at night when the when the visibility isn't really great. <clears throat> but during the full moon period, it's pretty good late at night. Well, let me ask you this. You, you're talking about trout. And let's, let's just say you were, uh, you know, targeting those, and you're going out there right at daylight in the morning, uh, you know, in the dim light. Uh, and, and top water is great. But let's say the sun starts getting up bright right after that. Uh, what kind of... Lure, do you like to, you know, once the topwater bite is gone, what do you like to change over to? Yeah, I, some people go with like a subsurface walker, but I, I like a slow sink, like a Miradine or something like that, that, that mimics the pogies and stuff that they're chasing in the surf. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and also the uh, mullet-shaped ones like the uh, mirror lure, uh, you know, TT series and stuff like that are pretty effective as all uh, as well. Yeah, on a good-sized trout, the mullet, the, the finger mullet and stuff, that, that's a major food source for them right now. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's probably that and, and small menhaden probably make up the bulk of what they eat. They they kind of glean off of, like, shrimp and crabs once they get, you know, 20 inches or so. Um, so a trout that's several pounds is mostly eating uh, fin fish. Croakers, you know, are real good real popular bait this time of year just for the same reason. Hmm. And uh, I, I think they, they just, they hate those croakers. And I don't know if the croakers eat their <laughs> eggs or, or they're just that good to eat or they're easy to find because they're croaking underwater or what, hmm. but they, they sure do gobble them up. Yeah. What do you hear from the newest pier that we've had built uh, down at Fort Morgan? Uh, they're still, you know, flounder catching has been pretty good there um, of late. And uh, that's that's been the main you know target species now that the water's warmed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's you know really a pretty good year for flounder. As bad as we've had the last few years, it's like the the pendulum is swinging in the other direction. Good and deal. and we've got we've got a good crop of flounder this year. It seems like oh, that's good. I wanted to mention earlier the uh, annual. Uh, Kaiser Myrie Memorial Fishing Tournament is coming up in June on the 17th, so y'all might want to mark your calendar for that tournament. It's a nice tournament presented by Lazy Boy, so uh, if you're into tournaments on inshore fishing, that's a that's a really good one every year. Yeah, we're going to talk about a couple of tournaments tonight at the Alabama Coastal Fishermen's Association meeting uh, at 6.30 at Moe's Barbecue, downtown Mobile. Fantastic. I'm glad you mentioned that. Everybody's welcome. It's free admission. Moe's Barbecue, 630 tonight. Yes, sir. You can learn a lot there. Thank you, David. We appreciate you, man. Okay. Y'all take care. Hey, y'all, go to uh, WNSP Outdoors Facebook page and check out a video that I put on there yesterday of uh, John Boy's mulching, hard at work, and uh, it's very entertaining. So uh, take take a look. And we'll see you next week right here on WNSP Outdoors.